Jeff Gluck, and it's a bonus edition of the podcast today because we are at Media Day for the Daytona 500, and it's going to be a playoff prediction podcast. So I'm going to be joined momentarily by Daniel Hemrick of Richard Childress Racing. Uh, He's a cup rookie this year, and he has uh, agreed to do some picks with me. Um, So last year, I did Bubba Wallace uh, when he was a rookie for his picks, and we ended up getting close to a, a decent amount correct i got 13 of the 16 correct bubba got 12 so i have made my selections and in a moment i'm going to ask daniel uh to compare notes and find out his playoff picks might do this on the fly a little bit so i don't know if he's finalized his or if he's he's uh studied beforehand but i'm going to sit down with him he's going to make some picks and we will let you know who we think are going to make the playoffs this season all right, everybody, I'm here with Daniel Hemrick, and we're going to go through the playoff predictions and try to pick 16 drivers. Um, Daniel, I will start out by saying, though, I think this is probably like maybe the most unpredictable season because this new rules package, like I don't really think anybody knows exactly what it's going to do, right? Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I think there's so many variables that I promise you the drivers and the teams you know, living that side of it are really anxious to see where everybody's at, and we'll find that out, obviously, uh, as we get to Atlanta, but... Um, with all the changing and the people moving around throughout the offseason, um, that on top of the package, a lot of moving parts and pieces. Yeah, I really think, I mean, this is going to be a crapshoot kind of picks. I mean, I, normally I feel like you could say, well, this guy's had speed or this guy's had, you know, historic, been historically good at this track or this track. But I just, I don't know, especially with the drafting, I just don't see how you're going to do it. But one thing I hear from people, or, or it seems to be a theme so far, is like, well, how does this package handle? And people say it's kind of like trucks. So my theory that I'm going to somewhat go with is that people that have truck series experience um, and have run those truck series races may have somewhat of a leg up, at least early in the season as it gets going. Do you do you somewhat agree with that at all? I think you're right on par with my thoughts. Um, you know, I, I took part in one of the tests earlier in the process, way before the cars got to where they're really at now. But um, that was my initial initial thought, especially once I got around cars for the first time. Was man, the way this thing shifts aero wise and balance wise feels, I mean, just instantly my mind was running back to when I was truck racing. So, um, as racers, we tend to just fall back on whatever we've experienced, what we felt, you know, those senses. And because of that, I think the guys who maybe have, have experienced that more recently than others have a little bit of a leg up, and especially to the guys who maybe haven't truck raced ever at all in the last couple of years. So I think it's um, uh, the, the word crapshoot you use is pretty pretty well put because it's going to be that as we kick the year off. Okay. Well, let's go through first and just try to knock some off the list like that we both agree on before we get to the Absolutely. ones where we might. So um, like, do you think that Kyle Busch is going to be in the playoffs? I, I have him. Kyle for sure, obviously, yeah. and he's not too bad in the truck either. So I think uh, I think that'll play well into his uh, his liking, no matter what. Yeah. Okay. So we both agree on that one. Um, Truex, I have Truex. I assume you have Truex. Yep. Truex is in. Obviously, the organization. I think we're going to find speed in itself. I mean, the Gibbs cars. I think as a whole, are going to all lock in. Personally, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. So you have all four Gibbs cars. Yeah. I have that as well. So we can just knock out uh, Eric Jones and Denny Hamlin. So we'll put those in. So already only twelve spots left. Already, that's it. <laughs> Um, okay, so how about the Penske guys? I mean, I feel like Logano and Keselowski 
are both like super aggressive plate racers when it comes to side drafting and stuff. And it seems like that kind of, that, that kind of moves are going to get you to the front and that aggression will be rewarded. Do you see Logano and Kozlowski both in? Yeah, I think this package may even fall even better for their, their program. Um, I got both of them on, on, as my picks uh, for that reason. Um, okay. Obviously, when you go plate racing, like it's going to be a lot of places we go, that, that mental aspect, I feel like those two usually excel. Okay, so um, I have Blaney in as well. Do you want to put Blaney in now, or do you want to hold off on him? I know he could be a little bit more borderline maybe than Kozlowski and Logano. Man, I, I think back to Blaney's truck days, and I I think I got to put him in. Uh, yeah. He's, he's on my pick. I mean, I'm, we're running out of spots quick here. Okay? I know. They say that's the problem. But, so Blaney, I, I looked this up. He has uh, 58 career truck starts and four wins. So, I mean, you know, and, and Eric Jones, going back to Jones, too, I, we kind of glossed over him because we put him in with the Gibbs guys, but 42 truck starts and seven wins. So, again, if you're going with the truck theme like we seem to be doing. Yeah, I, I think those. Um, guys, I think all those guys are, are sure bets, but there's still a lot of really good guys that we haven't talked about yet, too. Yeah. So. Um, so I have um, – so okay, this is this is one where I was almost tempted to say no, but like Kyle Larson, you know, a lot of people have talked about how this new package could sort of negate some of the stuff he does because he's so good when he runs the high line and you know, like he's not going to be able to necessarily make a difference as much himself because you're going to have to stay where everybody else is going. It sounds like people can run the high line, but everybody might run the high line. So but I still feel like he's talented enough and on a good enough team that he's going to make it. I think he his talent will still show through. I feel like that's one pure thing no matter what. Um, you know, I was short track racing when he was coming up through the trucks. I'm trying to remember how, how he was on that side of it. I don't want to get too caught up in the truck right. mindset of it, but I think he's still, as a dirt racer, he'll be able to find find ways to make, to make it work. I, I got him in as well. Okay. Yeah, he has what I've – it looks like 13 truck starts and, and a win. But So he has some experience. Um, all right. Well, we already have half the field filled up here. So, um, now let's go to Stuart Haas. Cause this is where I have some that, uh, you might have that I don't have. I, you know, there's a new Ford nose this year. Um, and I feel like it could cause some problems, but I still feel like Kevin Harvick is going to be in for one. Um, do you, you want to put Harvick in? Harvick's in. Okay. Yeah. Harvick's without a doubt. Harvick's okay. going in. Yeah. I, I'm with you though. On the, I got some questions about some of the other Stuart Haas guys. I, yeah. I'm not. I'm on the fence a little bit with the package in itself. Which yeah. those guys seem to excel and they pick up on things quick. Obviously, as a group. So, um, I think the one wild card is. Uh, you know, I feel like Suarez is is for sure hungry. He wants to come back and he wants to you know prove that he's he belongs here. And man, him and Boyer both. I don't know. That's tough. I'm on the fence about them. Yeah. So I, I'll just, uh, you know, I'm not going to reveal all my picks yet, but Suarez, I do not have in, um, he could do it. I'm not taking any thing away from him, but, um, I just feel like, you know, going to a new team, uh, a new car and stuff to, to a lot to adjust to. It's going to be very competitive out there. Um, I just don't know. I mean, you we're looking for guys to cut. I have Suarez out. Um, and we mentioned Boyer. Um, I got to be honest, I have Boyer out, and that's a tough pick to leave him out because he's a veteran guy, knows what he's doing. He's probably going to have a lot of speed. But I'm almost imagining, like, he gets out there and he's realizing that, you know, his talent can't make a ton of difference. And he's the kind of guy that gets, like, super frustrated and, like, down. And, I'm look, I'm, I'm just looking for reasons to eliminate people. I just – I have him on the outside. I, I could just one, – one of these veteran guys is going to get – and I don't know who – 
is going to be surpri- uh, surprised this year and miss the playoffs. And we just – I don't know which one, but I feel like it might be him. In my opinion, I've, I've, I personally have Boyer on that – Boyer and Suarez both on that cusp of yes or no. But I think the one other car out of that place that will be an in is, is Eric Amarola. So I got, the, I got him in, and the other two I don't have in um, for the fact that I think the little bit of testing I did, Amarola was one of those cars I was testing with, and they had a lot of speed and a lot of drivability in the race cars, and I think that will prevail. Now, if that trickles down the system, we could mess up all the grid. Um, right. But I have – I'm rolling Harvick out of Stuart Haas going. So I, I, I hate to be repeating exactly what you have so far, but I also have Almirola, um for, for two reasons. He was like my last guy in on the bubble. But basically, like, he has 78 truck starts, um, so it's a lot of truck starts. He has two wins, and he's a great drafter. Like, when for we sure. go to the plate races and, and see him out there, like, he's very aggressive – and I feel like that could pay off on restarts, um, which is going to be a lot where things are made. So, yeah, we, it sounds like we both have. We're on the same away. page. Yeah. Let's go to, um, you, you probably already saw my cheat sheet here, so let's just get this over with. I, I Last year, I invited Bubba on the podcast to do these picks, right? And I didn't pick him. <laughs> and I felt really bad. So I figured uh, I should invite somebody on the podcast this year who I have in. You're my dark horse guy to make it this year. You have 50 truck starts, so you're familiar with that. Um, I listened to the the Positive Regression podcast, which Alan Kavana is over here listening to this uh, eavesdropping. And they were talking about how your crew chief, Luke Lambert, has is really good at getting track position. And track position is going to be a huge uh, thing this year. It is. So that combination of your experience in trucks, knowing how to do that, um, I, I feel like you're in. I'm picking you. Uh, do you have yourself in? Uh, I, I do have myself in. If I didn't, I shouldn't be here. I feel like, um, <laughs> no, in all reality, I, I think that I've seen the effort and been a part of the testing with our organization, speaking specifically to myself, that I see no reason why we can't be a threat week in and week out, especially with Luke Lambert on the box and his ability to, to gain track position when it doesn't seem like there's any other way out. Um, so I, I like where this eight team's at as far as our, our uh, possibilities of making it in. Um, and that leads me to my teammate. Um, I think Austin and I can work extremely well together, and I think both of us can get RCR, have both cars in the playoffs. And that's that's another guy I have in as well because he has 70 truck starts and seven wins, and another guy obviously is good at drafting. Absolutely. So that combination, I mean, maybe I'm relying way too heavy on the truck theme, but just we don't know anything. And so what everybody said so far, all I have to go off is this guess so this is why I'm going this direction. So I have Austin Dillon in as well. Um, so let's go to the Hendrick guys, because this is a little bit interesting. And obviously, right, so we've agreed on every single thing so far. Yep. Uh, we have uh, 12 guys in, and we have four spots remaining. So um, where, do, where do you land on the Hendrick guys? Uh, so Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, me kicking off, I feel like I have William Byron as a, as a bet in, for sure. Um, interesting. From competing with him and actually – I've told other people that, you know, he drove for me at one point, so I know his thought process a little bit. And obviously that's changed substantially over the years as he's had more success. But his ability to to um, the visual of, of how to go about these races and that package I think is going to really, really suit him well. I mean, I don't have to tell you to look back at his truck stuff. Also, also to go on that theme, um, he's got a good feel for that as well. So I have him in. Um, I have Bowman out. I think this is a year where – you know, we talked about Larson having the ability to overcome, you know, his talent overcome. I think Alex is extremely talented, but I don't, I don't know if he's ever felt the frustrations like this package may bring. And um, 
that that could put a situation where when it's all said and done, he may be sitting on the outside. Yeah. So this is uh, we, I promise everybody listening, we did not consult at all before this at uh, all zero at zero. We just went in cold, but uh, we are now fourteen for fourteen because I have William Byron in. He has twenty four career truck starts and seven wins, so a pretty good percentage. And I think this year he puts it all together. Obviously, he's got a great crew chief uh, with experience now. Um, and I have Alex Bowman out. Um, so Alex Bowman is my second playoff driver from last year who does not um, make it. I feel um, like I'm missing somebody. Like, I feel well, like so I'm missing Jimmy. We have uh, Jimmy Johnson and Chase Elliott. Where do you land on those guys? Oh, man. Golly. I feel like <laughs> I may be hated by the fans if I say Chase doesn't make it. <laughs> no, in all reality, I, that's tough. That's tough. Um Man, I could I could see Jimmy having a ton of frustration with this package, but I feel like his new crew chief, he's got some good energy. Ah, uh, and Chase's trucks didn't really love the truck racing, I believe. So I'm on the fence. I, I'm not sure. Let's let's yeah, move we'll past come back that. to that. Yeah, one. let me. We'll who, who else are we? Are um, we so where do you land on Kurt Busch here? We didn't get to him yet. Kurt is Kurt's aggressive. I think it's this package is going to award aggression. Um, put Kurt in. I got to leave those yeah. Hendrick guys out. Okay, so. Um, Actually, I misspoke earlier. I said we were 14-14. Now we're 14-14. Uh, we both have two spots left. I'll, I'll go ahead and give you my last two. Okay. So I actually do have Elliot and Johnson in. And this is these are more like based on historical stuff that I really don't have a lot to back up on. Because I believe listening to like that Positive Regression podcast with David Smith that I was telling you about, they were talking about how um, Elliot, uh, if I remember this right he's not a great uh restarter he needs long runs to pass guys and that's where he really makes his stuff go and that that would not make sense in this package because you're not going to be able to just track down guys and pass them so but on the same you know hand he's so talented and and he won you know races last year and i feel like they're gonna have good equipment and johnson's the same thing like i don't i can't remember johnson running truck races um but and and he's clearly gonna have some frustration but at, at the same time, I mean, it's just going on his past performance. I have him in. So th- those are my picks. Um, who? So who are your two guys? Uh, if, if you're not going to pick those guys, who are your two guys? Yeah. Uh, if you want to look at the list and, and brainstorm some names or see who you left out. Well, so, you know, I'm thinking here, and you brought up a good point about Jimmy. You know, uh, as you're talking, talking about Jimmy Johnson, I'm thinking to myself how as my as, as my childhood I saw a lot of different packages be implemented into our sport and I can't think of one really where Jimmy didn't figure out a way to make it successful um with that being the case I have a hard time seeing that he has any issues with this one as well give him some time so uh I got to put Jimmy in I, I think Jimmy for sure takes up my 15th pick okay um another someone we didn't talk about and and you may not want to go this direction but um you know we haven't talked about Roush so you I got Stenhouse and Newman any of those interest you over Elliot? You know, I I don't think so. I I think Chase in the the growth of that team and what they're doing, I think it's going to fit their fit his and uh well Allen's you know their thought process and how they want to approach this. You know, they're on a lot of momentum from last year, especially the success they had. I'm trying to look at my list here and see if I'm if I'm missing anybody that I really really put more thought into. But really between I'd say between Chase and Ricky. Or my last two, you know, what to do with Chase and Ricky. Um, you want to throw, I mean, obviously, uh, just trying to think of other people we didn't talk about. You've got Benedetto with a new team. You've got um, Priest uh, coming into the series. Uh, Busher, you know, he's he's shown 
flashes at times. Yeah, Boucher could be a pick as well as Priest. Obviously, I don't want to have anybody laying in the weeds. They'll really, they'll really take advantage of you. So, I don't know. I, I think I might have to go with Chase. I, I think they have, they have too much momentum built off of last year. Um, you know, I, I want to give it to my man Ricky, but I, I think Chase and Jimmy both are going to be in, and that's going to be 16 for me. Okay. So, uh, at, to this point, if you've made it this far in the podcast, you've heard two people who did not consult come up with the exact same picks. That's um, so. We didn't defer on one? No, no. We're, we have the identical picks. But we're now going to pick a champion. So may, we may have different champions. Okay, so here maybe, we go. Maybe this will be different. So originally, I was thinking that Keselowski uh, would have a shot this year. Uh, and you obviously have a shot. I misspoke. But I think he, you know, he might make it to the Final Four or something. But... You know he's he's great at uh, drafting. He's great at controlling the draft, and he's also aggressive, and and all that, and that plays into it. But given what we opened with about uh, the truck series and the, that theme, Kyle Busch has um, 145 career truck starts and 51 wins. He's all-time truck series leader. He's also good at Homestead, where the package is going to be not quite the extreme drafting package. So given all that, I'm going to go with. Kyle Busch as my champion. Who's your champion? Oh, that's a. That's Are you already a, that's go a good that pick. Yeah, I was already thinking that. That's why I was looking at the list because I was legitimately. Like, no. <laughs> I was trying to think to myself because I, I think like, before I pick somebody, I want to say that I think the final four are going to be very diverse. I think it's going to be a group of guys that we haven't seen over the past. It's been fairly similar to the last three or four years. So right. I think that could be. It is going to be my opinion extremely mixed up. Um, I mean, I think along the lines of obviously, I want to give myself a, a shot to get the homestead, but I know we have a lot of growing to do as a company. Um, I think Eric Jones finds his way in the final oh, four. I, I think he's he's exceptionally good with that package. Um, I see a trend with the Gibbs stuff, obviously, but yeah. I, I was I was literally looking saying Kyle was going to be my guy, but I want to. I don't want to agree, just agree with you. I don't want to just agree with you. So um, I can't bet against him. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. I them. mean, hey, it, 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 it's one thing to. Uh, I put him in. Says, I put him in. Yeah, Kyle Larson is listening to this, and he said that Hamrick should put Dylan in. But we both have Dylan in. We also both have you in, Kyle. So yeah, you're congrats. Welcome. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I didn't even think about Final Four, but um, if we just want to wing it here, I, I'll say Keselowski's in the Final Four. Kyle Busch is in the Final Four. I think Logano. Again, somebody that's super aggressive. Um, you know, I just I just picture him side drafting the crap out of people and being <laughs> able to stay up front and probably making people mad and wrecking at some point. But getting there, um, I don't know. I almost want to say like Hamlin, but that's what I'm looking at. I uh, so I have Kyle Keselowski. You had Jones. I had I had Jones. I'm trying to think who my fourth pick was to be. This is hard. It is. This it is really hard. is. It really is. I think I think Harvick and Rodney, I think Harvick and Rodney wow. get there, um, which kind of keeps some old blood, new blood in there. I feel like and and yeah. So you said there's going to be diversity, but then but then I start oh, thinking Jones, about it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like well, I think Jones is the mix up there. So, um, man, that's tough. I still I think Kyle Kyle comes out on top when it's all said and done. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see how we do. We're gonna. Um, Listen, we will forget about these picks. If we're far off, we will never bring this up again. Absolutely. And if we're right, you can expect to hear lots of stuff about this on social media toward the end of the season, toward the pl- when the playoffs start. Um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll definitely brag about it. But, Absolutely, um, 100%. Yeah. Okay. That's fun, man. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't hold me to these, but I, I feel good about our picks. Okay. 
Thank you so much for going out of limb and, and joining me on this. I appreciate you uh, being brave enough to do that. Guaranteed it was fun. All right, everybody. So there you have it. Thanks again to Daniel for going out of limb and joining me. You know, it's it's not easy, I think, for these competitors uh, potentially make people mad or piss people off, their friends or, or guys they compete against and all that stuff on, on the track. So I appreciate him uh, doing that. And I uh, can't believe we came up with the exact same picks, but... Who knows? We could both uh, be boom or bust here, so we'll find out what happens. But um, coming up on the next edition of the podcast, it's going to be a motivational-type self-improvement podcast, a new, se- uh, new series I'm starting. And um, it's going to be with Jimmy Johnson talking about how uh, the average person can get into health and fitness. So if you want to listen to that, that will be out uh, tomorrow. Anyway, until next time, I will talk to you later on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.